Welcome, we're your hosts Alicia and Whitney on Coming Coming Up Higher, where we're creating space through conversations, special guests, and inspiration for you to come up higher in the things of Christ in everyday life. Hey, Come Up Crew, we have an awesome episode for you today. If you want to hear about God moving, His Holy Spirit working today, in in our time, not in times past, but right now, you don't want to miss today's episode where we have Dr. James Horvath on and um, he has a lot of titles and he, he's done a lot and um, has some amazing testimonies to tell, but he's pastor of Calvary Lighthouse Church, uh, has been pastor there since 1987. That's in Rochelle, Illinois. And um, he's founder of James Horvath Ministries and the leader of Philippines for Jesus, Ireland for Jesus, um, Bahamas for Jesus. There, there are these movements that he, he goes and partners with other churches and takes into these nations. And they have major um, crusades and, and just, it's amazing some of the work that he does and and the testimonies that he has to tell of miracles, signs, and wonders. But he's also taking it stateside. And through uh, his ministry, there's been over uh, eight, million. eight million, yeah, eight million uh, souls saved uh, because of uh, the gospel and what they're doing. And so, guys, if you want to be encouraged and set on fire, let's listen to this episode. Hey, Come Up Crew, welcome to another episode of Coming Up Higher. Whitney and I are very excited today. We have uh, a fellow Illini, I guess you would say, Illinoisian. (laughs) (laughs) But it's actually actually a cool story. We have uh, Dr. James Horvath on the show today, and um, we have a little history. Um, uh, Dr. James actually took over our great-grandfather's church in Rochelle, Illinois, Mm -hmm. and uh, now he's pastored Calvary Lighthouse for uh, how many years? Since 1987, is that right? Yeah, 1987. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. We'll let them do the math. That's that's too much math, man. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, So we won't won't do the math. We won't ask how old you girls are either. Don't ask me how old I am. I just had I just had a birthday this week, so. Oh, happy (laughs) Happy birthday! Happy belated birthday! (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, So we just want to welcome you to the show, uh, Dr. James. We're so glad you're on with us. Yeah, great. It's great. It's exciting to be on with you girls. And uh, like I said to you at the beginning, I, I'm excited anytime young people are doing uh, the work of the Lord. They're doing, you know, this is the cutting edge stuff using technology like this. You know, we have a daily broadcast that we do every morning. And then we do, we, we've actually, it's called 714 right there, you know, our 714 prayer broadcast. And uh, they can catch us on my Facebook page and pray with us. We pray for a solid hour every day. We're over 430 days of straight prayer now. Awesome. Uh, it's very exciting. So, yeah, I love I love the technology. I love what you guys are doing, podcasting, everything, and, and, uh, and then putting it up on all the different platforms. Thank you for doing it. Thank you for what you do. I've caught a few of those morning prayer times and uh, they're powerful and love hearing the testimonies. And um, we really wanted to have you on here today just because God is using you guys so mightily and you're taking territory for Jesus. Um, We mentioned in your bio, you know, you have 
uh, Ireland for Jesus and Philippines for Jesus. And you've mentioned tons more, um, even here stateside, but, um, I, I'd love to hear your heart of why you started, um, those, those movements, those ministries and, and what, what was the, the God moment behind it? Yeah, I had a God moment, actually, when I was asked that question right there. Hmm. Uh, I literally had a God moment. You know, no one had ever asked me, no no one in any interviews, anytime, wherever we've been around the world, had ever asked me when I started those, uh, those, those movements. And I was asked by a reporter, actually a secular reporter in the Bahamas, and I really did have a God moment at that, uh, when I was asked that question there. Uh, and that was a, a, a reporter that was a secular thing that literally covers all of the Caribbean islands. Uh, it's the number one top news station. And we were doing, you know, we were in there for the week of Bahamas for Jesus. We had worked in there. We made, I think, 25 trips in there. And then we were on literally every single one of the islands. It, 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 we had 30,000 conversions in a nation with, wow. uh, with 350,000 people. And uh, we literally were in every home on one island we went into. There was, I mean, we went on even into the small islands. There were only 850 inhabitants on the islands. And we literally went to every house, you know, uh, wow. bringing the gospel there. But uh, I was asked by the reporter there when I started it. And I was kind of taken back when I was asked the question because it, it, it just no one had ever asked me the question before. And it, and I, and I, and I, it took me a second. And then I really was hit by the Holy Spirit to answer, I didn't start it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I did not start the movements. Uh, God did. And we simply uh, uh, obeyed the Lord. You know, we had been doing ministry in the Philippines. We have offices in the Philippines, in Ireland, and the Bahamas, and Scotland. And uh, we had uh, been doing work, though, inside the Philippines for 20, I guess, 23 years. When in 2014, we had a revival that hit our church. And when that revival hit, it went a year, almost a year. It went about eight, nine months, almost close, get, got close to a year. And during that, that time when that revival hit, uh, the Lord spoke to us to uh, start to, to literally, we, we knew how to take cities for God. Mm-hmm. You know, when I, when I say no, we know how to take cities, we've, been, we've done crusades in over 300 cities. In the Philippines, we've done crusades now in over 90 different cities of the Philippines. Wow, wow. And uh, we, 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 so the bottom line is we had, we had been all the way from the, the furthest north um, uh, point all the way down, the entire nation, all the way down to the south. Uh, it, it, you know, it, it took us, uh, I think, 17 years, something like that, to go from the top all the way down to the bottom doing crusades two times a year in every major city of the Philippines. So we knew the Philippines well, and we were going from the bottom back up to the top again. This is part of the vision that God had given to us when he called me into ministry July 4th, 1981. And uh, so we were, we were obeying a mandate that God had given to us, and we were coming back up to Manila. When we, when we, had went, when we went down from the north to the south, the Lord told us to jump over Manila. God said, Manila, uh, you're not ready for Manila, and Manila is not ready for you. Mm-hmm. And so we jumped over it in the initial descending through the, through the country. But as we were coming back up approaching it, I had an encounter with the Lord, and he said, uh, he, said, uh, he said, I no longer want you to go after cities. I want you to go after entire nations. Mm-hmm. 
He said, I want you to challenge your friends and the people that you have relationships with. And, you know, God is in a, in a crazy way, giving us relationships with people. And it has to do even, I'm going to even relate it to you young, to you girls here because of your grand, your great grandfather and grandmother who I buried both of them. You know, they were uh, saints beyond anything that started the ministry here. Um, and we, and we're always, we always build on the shoulders of the giants that have gone before us. Right. right I mean, that's right. just, that's, that, that's, that's, that's the way the kingdom of God is, 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 is constructed and, and, and happens. And anyways, the Lord told me, you know, in the beginning, this is when I first came in here, the Lord said to me to bring in the sons and daughters of the, of the major ministries in the earth. And so I started bringing in, uh, you know, uh, you know, I mean, we can go through this, you know, I mean, you know, uh, Marilyn Hickey's daughter. And by the way, I'm working on having Marilyn herself come in 90 years of age. Now we're oh, connected wow. with her because of what God told us for our January conferences coming up here, but Oral Roberts, you know, Richard Robertson, Evie Hill, uh, his son, I can go down this, this long, 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 long list of ministers that, uh, you know, uh, 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 Luke Barnett, who, whose father, you know, is the pastor of the massive church there inside of, uh, of Phoenix, Tommy Barnett. I mean, the list goes on and on and on and on and on of major, major, major ministries. And the Lord told me to make a, uh, he, he told, he, because, you know, we have seven kids, right? And the Lord told me to sow seed into the, into the ministry of these major ministers who were shaking the earth. Uh, by giving their, their children a platform, you know, mm -hmm. to be able. So that's kind of how we developed relationships. And that thing's just spiraled and spiraled and spiraled. And as a result of it, we have relationships with key people all over the earth as a result of, of, of doing, that. I've always had a heart for, uh, for, for, for young people. And, and so that, that connection there connected us with so many ministries. And so the Lord said, I want you to, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, reach out to all these ministries. And there's 500 of them now that are traveling with us around the world that are going in and, and, and taking cities. And he said, I no longer want you to simply go after one city. You know, we know how much it costs when we go into a city. I can tell you, uh, you tell me the size of the city. I can tell you how much it costs to rent a facility, to rent the buildings, to rent the chairs, to rent the lights. And I'm talking down to light bulbs, right? Because, wow. you know, we know how to go after cities. But the Lord said, now I want you to challenge your friends to come with you and to take a city with you when you go into a country. So that's what we did. We challenged. And the first city that we went after was the, you know, it was after the Philippines. And what happened in the Philippines was absolutely crazy insane. The first nation that we went after, where we went after the whole the whole country, we had over uh, 250 different ministries that came with us in there. But the, the Manila, which is 29 million people, right? Crazy. We rented the 30,000-seat Araneta Arena. Never, this, what I'm going to tell you has never been happened in the history of the world. 30,000-seat Araneta Arena. Where, that's where Muhammad Ali, Ali fought Joe Frazier. It's called the Thriller in Manila. It's yeah. a, you know, it's a big, a big arena there. Thirty thousand. We rented that building, the fourteen thousand seat Astrodome, the the, the twelve thousand seat Ineris Coliseum. Then we rented uh, four other buildings that were uh, all over eight thousand seat structures. We had uh, the seven largest buildings in Manila. We had them on signed contracts, and and then. God orchestrated this so that uh, uh, the week that we went in there to do Philippines for Jesus, the nationwide event, we did the first week, we did Manila. The second week, 
or the first five days Manila, the second five days, these are 10 day window things that we do. We went after 55 other cities in addition to Manila. Okay. And so, uh, the, the, that same week when all that was going on, it just so happened, just so happened, right. That the president, uh, uh, the APEC world leaders were having their meeting that week. So Tony Blair was there. President Obama was there. Uh, Benjamin Netanyahu was there. And they were all there in, in Manila. But they didn't have a building to, re to rent. They had to rent a little 3,000-seat building because we had all signed contracts. The president of the country of 171 million people, his daughter's a friend of ours, by the way, an acquaintance of ours. I'm not going to go into the background on that, but they canceled work. He canceled work and declared holiday for 29 million people for the whole city of Manila so they could come to our crusades. Oh my gosh. Wow. wow. Long story short, long story short here that, uh, uh, there were 310, th these are names on cards, 310,000 people gave their lives to Christ there wow. in, in, inside of that. So that was the beginning. That was kind of the, 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 the beginning and the launch of that. And, and honestly, I will, I would never, ever, because I would never take credit for it because it wasn't our idea. You know, we just simply obeyed God. It was, it, so we didn't start it. God did. That's my yeah. response to that. And That's genuinely good. it's my response. I know that was a long answer to your question, but no, but that's that that's the background to it. So, yeah, that's really good. And so, how many? You said there's like 240 ministries represented or something when you went in. Like, how many people are normally involved in an event like this? Oh well, there there are. Uh, I mean, there will there, there's going to be there'll, there'll be thousands of. Oh well, so that's a that's a that's a really huge question right there. Uh, so. So I know this is going to, this is uh, sometimes this will blow people's minds when I'm, I start throwing numbers out here because they're let your spirit catch this because your mind's going to go tilt. I what I'm going to tell you now the, to answer that there were 30,000 churches that worked with us on that project in the Philippines. Wow. So you got to multiply on average 30, 30,000 times, uh, 50, uh, average, which is a, real simple church growth number. Uh, so 30,000 times 50 average people per, per church uh, in the Philippines is probably much higher than that, but that would be a conservative number of how many people were involved with Philippines for Jesus. Wow. wow. That's amazing. And I, I love yeah. hearing about, you know, the thread in your story is God gave you instruction, you followed it. And then that led to the next thing. And then that led to the next thing. And then you were introduced to this person and you know, the president's daughter. And then like, I got chills when you were talking about the president just declared a day of, yeah. you know, holiday so that people genuine could... church history. Yeah. What you, what you, what you're going to read, you know, what you're going to read in like uh -huh. a church history kind of book, right. Uh, genuine church history was made, you know, and, and the head of the PCEC Philippine council of churches who are over all the evangelical churches worldwide. Okay. We're talking worldwide. The entire globe. I was there at his installation. He's a friend of mine as well. But they stood up at the 30,000 seat arena. They opened it up and they said, this is a historical event. This has never happened in the history of the Philippines or anywhere in the entire uh, uh, world. Nothing like what we're about to encounter. And it was the beginning of, so I believe it's the beginning of God's final end time revival. I, I really believe that. That's yeah. you know, the Bible, the Bible talks about the thrust of the final end time revival, you know, and, 
you know, Matthew 24, 14, uh, the Bible says, Jesus said, you know, all after all the signs, you know, we're seeing all the signs, crazy stuff happening around us, right? Wars, rumors of wars, everything that's taking place, pestilence, COVID now that's occurring, right? I mean, you know, the, 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 the stuff's crazy level of things that are happening. But the last sign, what Jesus says, he says, and this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached as a witness in all the earth. And then the end shall come. And that's the day I believe that we're in right now. The culminating of all those other signs are all happening at the same time. But the key thing that that we needed to watch for and see is this thrust of bringing in the the end time harvest. Yeah. Well, and I think I would love to hear when you go into a place, what is it that's being preached what is it what is what does it look like I guess like a schedule you know do you have like worship what kind of worship do you have coming in like what kind of words being preached because I believe there's going to be revival but like what we've been seeing and noticing is like people just want the truth people right. nowadays are just looking for like answers and and just truth because there's been so much fluffing it up and there's been so much yep. self-help and really yep. seeker sensitive things uh, that people are just wanting the the black and white, like what's truth, what's not. And because yeah. they can sense when, <laughs> when someone's fluffing something from, up. Your generation can spot a fake a hundred miles away. <laughs> yeah, they've, they've seen, they've seen too much of it. They've seen too much hype. They've seen too much of the things that, that aren't real. I, again, I'm going to stress the fact that I have seven kids, six boys, and they keep my feet on the ground all the time. I bet. You know? <laughs> you know, but uh, the, the but what the events and what the things we do look like uh, when we go into it, when we go into a, a city, so then which is the same pattern when we go into a nation, we form executive committees on the ground there, you know, that uh, that have committees. I'm not going to get into what the structure of those committees look like. But like you asked about the worship, one of the committees are uh, on that would be the worship committee there. So we uh, we use the local because every city, every every nation has its own sound. You know, like one of the coolest yeah. places was Ireland, right? The sound of come on, Ireland, right? And Scotland, they certainly have. You know, they have the bagpipe thing. You know, I mean, I just love the sounds. Yeah. You know, and 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 I'll tell you this. You know, and you girls are are music. You know, that's your thing, right? But you know the. Uh, uh, every every move, if you'll study revival history, every move has had its own sound. Right. So, you know, when we go into a place, we, we, we don't want to try to come in and control something. We believe it's already a revival. All the, all the components, all the ingredients for revival are already there inside of the, the places that we go into. And so when we go in, uh, we, we, we go in to be a catalyst. Our ministries that come in, come in to be a catalyst. We don't come in there to drive stuff and tell them how to do anything. We, we, we dig out a plan that God's already got there inside the places that we're going into. And so we'll bring in with us the worship teams because it takes stuff, you know, to, to a whole new level. So like in a meeting, like in a big, in a big, huge 30,000 arena thing, we'll open up with uh, the worship 
with their with their stuff they're that they're already used to the kind of worship that they're used to right so we'll come in with that kind of a thing then we'll come in with our teams and work alongside of them and then it comes up to a whole nother level wow. right and this okay. final end time move you know of glory is is all about worship is 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 a major component of it that's why i'm taking so much time here just yeah, kind of answering your question that way yeah. worship is a major major thing because when people engage in worship crazy things happen, right? right? The presence of God comes into the meeting and, and that tears down all the denominational junk that, you know, that, that, that that's out there. I mean, that stuff just tears all that stuff down. Then what we do is we go after the, just the hardcore gospel, but we'll use, so watch this here. We'll use, and we're not, there's not like, 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 but you won't have some, there's no big name people. Okay. Like, 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 there's not like somebody, uh, uh, it, that, that that's the that's the former old wineskin. We don't follow that. Although we have huge name people that I can throw out, I can drop all kinds of major names here right now that travel with us. But but there's not like their picture's not up on the on the posters. There's one picture on the poster, and it's the picture of Jesus. Philippines for Jesus, the only picture, massive poster, venues all over the city of Manila. One picture of one person was Jesus in the wow. center of it. And, and honestly, I mean, just being real transparent, we didn't have room for pictures for the other people on it because <laughs> there was so much that was that was going on yeah. that it was just, you know, we didn't have room for any other stuff like that there. So uh, it's not it, it's not uh, personality driven. It's a God event kind of thing. You know, when we go in after cities and countries and, 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 and nations and, and the other thing is, is this. So then we'll, we'll, we'll use um, like 10 minutes. We'll use a local speaker. Then 10 minutes, we'll use an international speaker. Uh, you know, we go back and forth, and they are bringing the gospel. You know, that's what they're doing. They're bringing the gospel. And then we have, you know, uh, uh, we, we, we do altar calls. And we'll lead the, those people to, uh, to, to, to Christ. Then we'll have, uh, we, we, we go into signs and wonders and miracles. So if, if I could use, like, I didn't bring a coin with me, but if I had a coin here right now, I, it, it's, it, it's like the two sides of the gospel coin, right? The one side is the message, and then flip that coin over. The other side are the miracles that attest mm. to the message. Hmm. And the miracles are what bring the authenticity of what you girls are talking about here. Because people want to see a real God. And, yeah, and, 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 and the bottom line is Jesus said that these signs will follow them and they preach the message of the gospel. And so the worship opens everybody up, tears down all of the, uh, uh, you know, tears down all the walls and then the speakers that come up because you can't tell what kind of a denominational background they have. Cause literally when you're working with 30,000 churches, you're working with all denominations, including Catholics, Anglicans, uh, you know, Presbyterians, Methodists. We work literally with every single group that's out there when we go into a country, you know? So, uh, and they're up there, they're in the, they're in so that, that, you know, the guy that I told you about that is the head of the PCEC, he's a Baptist, you know, I mean, uh, but, but let me tell you right now, that stuff, the presence of God tears all that junk away. The kingdom of God is invading that, 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 that city, that place and that event. And then what happens is God comes in with the gospel. People respond to the message, the genuine message of the gospel. And then God releases signs and wonders, miracles. We always close our event too. By the way, this is going to sound really crazy. We close our events with oil anointing services everywhere we go. We close them with oil anointing services. And in that case, we anointed 30,000 people 
Imagine this in 18 minutes. Wow. Oh my God. 18 minutes, 30,000 people were anointed. We had 600 pastors that were there for the event that uh, were stationed all over the arena that when we released them, they went, we designed little spray bottles that they had and they were able, we were able to anoint 30,000 people in 18 minutes wow. with miracles breaking out everywhere. It was holy bedlam. It was crazy stuff. Yeah. It's all on film. They can go, you can go and see this stuff. It's all on film. It's crazy. Yeah. That Real. Sounds, that sounds like a Chick-fil-A system you got going on I there. Oh, I love it. <laughs> 30, you guys got to come on. You got to come on team with us. And now you don't have to go around the world. <laughs> yeah. Doing it here. I know. Yeah. That's what I wanted to touch on. Um, Cause you were, you, you've been uh, telling us about, you know, St. Louis for Jesus and all these right. other places Miami. here. Yeah. Miami all here in the States. And so what are some of the miracles you're seeing right, right now stateside that, um, Crazy. yeah, that yeah. it's, they're just blowing up right Crazy. now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're, we're in, we're, 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 um, yeah, we're in, we're in St. Louis. We made our second advanced trip in, in March, last March, the Lord said to me, he said, now's the time for America. And, 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 and I mean, I was preaching with John Kilpatrick. I don't know if you know who John is, yeah, yeah. Uh, but so, so John and I were at a conference. We were speaking in Terre, Terre Haute, Indiana, and we were in the, I was in the altars and God said, now's the time for America. So we start, we've started to work on, on doing the same thing here in the United States. And it is exploding exponentially. Wow. We believe at, now we're, we're starting in St. Louis, but, but we, I said, we started in St. Louis, but this thing is mushroomed so fast that we are now, uh, we're, we're, uh, we're, I'll tell you, I'm going to come back and answer your question about what happened in St. Louis in a second, but we're now in, in, uh, we're going into, uh, Louisville, Kentucky. And I was on the phone with them today, planning the, one of the largest churches in Louisville, Kentucky. People can go and Google it. Evangel world prayer center is the, now they're just the, the place that's going to house the meetings there. When we go in December 3rd, 4th and 5th. All right, we'll be inside of Louisville, Kentucky, launching Louisville for Jesus, which will become Kentucky for Jesus as well. And then we go in uh, in January. We have our Roads of Glory conference, which is January 16th, 17th, 18th. People will come in to plan for America for Jesus from around the United States. The whole literally it'll be a prayer time praying for America. Then in um, in February. Uh, January. Yeah. February. We go, we go to uh, Hawaii. We literally, we have already 45 places we're going to be preaching in, in our launch in Hawaii, every single Island, wow. anybody that you guys have that want to come and, and I don't know how you guys are going to give our information out, but they can contact me at Dr. James Horvath at gmail.com. If they're interested in being on team, we have a vetting process, of course, for people to be on team, but we are going in and we literally will be on every island and we're going to try to be in it. This will be the first time ever in a launch, in an opening first time place. When we go in there, we're going to try to be in every single church in the entire state of Hawaii wow. and the launch in February. Wow. Okay. Wow. That's crazy. Okay. And then we come back and we're going to be launching South Florida for Jesus down in, um, in Boca Raton, Deerfield Beach area, all the way down for that South Florida from there, all the way down. And we have a huge, huge building that we're going to be using in Miami as well. Uh, and, and they can get more information about this at world, the number four, Jesus.com. 
Okay, that's the place to go to for the America for Jesus stuff. We've just launched up. This stuff's happening so fast. We just launched up a Facebook page. Uh, I think we just launched it up for America for <laughs> Jesus. So I think that's out there. But what's happened in St. Louis and the miracles, I'm just going to share a few short miracles here and then throw it back to you for more, whatever else. I don't know what our, where our time is, but this is crazy. Okay, in St. Louis, the Lord told us to start in St. Louis. Had no idea why. No, no idea. The Lord just said, St. Louis. We didn't know anything about St. Louis, nothing. Honestly, I found everything out since the Lord told me in March to start in St. Louis. As it comes, as, as, as we found, have found out, there have been 150 years of prophecy over St. Louis wow. that the last great awakening in the United States of America would break out. Matter of fact, Amy Simple McPherson was uh, preaching underneath her tent across from the World's Fair, thinking 1904, if I'm not mistaken. And she was uh, in the middle of preaching. And while she was in the middle of preaching, come on, a female preacher. Girls, you got to get excited. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> she, was in the, she was in the middle of preaching. I'm, I'm all for launching and pushing women out in ministry. I think we don't, we're, we're handicapped. We don't have, we need more women on the national platform. I'm pushing, pushing, pushing. Uh, Anyways. So, but she was, she was uh, preaching in in the middle of her preaching. She was frozen. She froze in the middle of preaching. She was, she went into a trance. She stayed in the trance for three days. Reporters came from around the world, taking pictures of her for three days, three days, three nights. She was in the trance. And uh, when she came out of the trance, as she came out of the trance, she did not miss a beat in what she was preaching. The place was filled. I think there were 5,000 people or more that were there waiting for her to come out of the trance. When she came out of the trance, she, she prophesied that a, that a worldwide awakening would begin here in St. Louis, wow. would spread across the United States and go around the entire globe, around the world. So uh, we didn't know that. But since since then there's been 150 years of major 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 i'm not going to go into them all prophecies that st louis the crazy thing about st louis is you've got uh the mississippi that runs right down through the center of it which is really symbolic of the river of god and everything that god's saying about this final end time move of glory but you've got two states involved as well you've got southern illinois mm-hmm. and you've got uh, uh i'm sorry yeah southern illinois and northern missouri Right. I mean, you've got those two those two locations there. And and and, and it's just the craziest thing, man. That, and it's like they're two different worlds almost. But they're actually the people that are in southern Illinois are close. They're only like three, four minutes away from the arch that you see. It's the gateway to the rest of the of the nation. And I'm going to tell you something right now. There is phenomenal things that are going on there. So we've just made our, our second trip inside there. Literally here just this last week, we were there. And the miracles that broke out there were absolutely phenomenal. We had a girl that was, this is documented. You'll see we've got videos on Facebook of already that are up on on Facebook uh, that are on YouTube as well. She was, we had a girl that was there that was uh, deaf from birth. The, on Saturday night, we did Friday, Saturday, Sunday night. Uh, I think it was 17th, 18th, 19th of September, the other days. But anyways, we, we, we did the Saturday night meeting. And this girl at the end of the meeting was radically healed uh, from uh, she had never been able to speak when you're deaf. They can't speak as well. That's why they say deaf and dumb. Right. And she she was healed and heard for the first time. And uh, I prayed for her three times, stuck my fingers in her ears, pulled my fingers out of her ears. The third time 
I, and I, I was standing behind her. And I was clicking my fingers. I was praying. She couldn't see me. I was behind her. And, and, and I pulled my fingers out the third time. I, I clicked my fingers. I right away, I, she could, and I'm not only that, but the response of the, the noise of around her, you could tell something was going on. So then what I did was, and you can, you'll see, this is all in the film. I stood, I took two steps back further and I clicked my fingers and, and, uh, and she raised her hand. She could hear, I stood two, two steps further behind her behind. Now I'm like five, six feet, seven feet behind her. I clicked my finger again. And each time I, I was clicking my finger less were at less. She didn't know I was taking steps back. And, and I took two more steps back, then two more steps back. I was like, I don't know, 15, 20 feet, something like that behind her, clicking my finger. And she was able to hear wow, everything. Amazing. And then I had the people finally turn her around so that she could see how far wow. away I was from her. Uh, her mother was bawling. Her mother was crying. I had, I had no idea at that point. I honestly did not have a, I really didn't even believe that she was deaf from birth at that point. I didn't know it. I, I you'll see it all happening on the, on the video footage is I'm, I, I asked the mother, then they tell me this is the mother. I didn't know it was the mother, you know, cause there's all kinds of people in the altar there. And, uh, she, she then tells us that she's deaf from, she was deaf from birth. Well, when I found that out, I went back to her and got in front of her and I, and I knew now, because I've, I've prayed and I've seen many, many people healed like this of, of deafness. And, and, and I know that they, they, you know, when they're deaf, they cannot connect the words because they can't hear to form, you know, they've never right. been able to form vowels and the stuff that you take for granted, you know, your tongue going to the roof of your mouth to make certain syllables. And they've never done that before because they can't hear. Right. So I knew that she's never spoken her name before. So I, 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 I told her, I said, you know, what you hear, I, I did sign with her language. So what you hear, speak with your mouth. So I stood behind her. I asked what the name was and I, I, I put her name together with syllables and her name was uh, Tracy. So I said, I stood behind her and I said, good distance way. And I said, Trey. And she says, Trey. And I oh, said, wow. again, Trey. And she says, Trey. And then I said, C. And she says, C. And see and then i put them together for the first time she says her name clear as a bell she speaks <laughs> wow. her name tracy wow. and her pastor comes up to me afterwards and he's and and he was there at the at the event and he said let me tell you this is this is as real of a bona fide miracle as i've ever seen in my entire life i've known this girl her whole life she's never spoken she's never heard uh, this is the real this is the real wow. thing right here you know and uh, let me just tell you one other miracle that happened that night. There was a word of knowledge that came from, again, we have team. We had a team there in St. Louis, probably about 50 with us on team. And one of the pastors from uh, Indiana that was there on team with us uh, at the, at, at, right at the very end, I thought we were like done. We were that night almost ready to stop the meeting, you know, especially after that great miracle happened there. He said, there's, 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 there, there are people here that need their kidneys healed. And he said, word of knowledge that God wants to heal kidneys. And so I, I, I opened up for anybody that, and I could not believe the flood of people that came up to, to have, I mean, one person that was in the meeting was operating with only 18% of the kidney. And finally, the, the last person that came up to be prayed for was a Hispanic lady, didn't speak any English whatsoever. And by the way, it's, it's, uh, it's Hispanic month right now, right? Recognition of Hispanic month. This month is right now. 
And anyways, so uh, she came up for prayer. <coughs> didn't, speak, <coughs> didn't speak any English. And there was a Spanish congregation that was there in the meeting. And they said that she's on dialysis. They told me the ones that could speak English said she's on dialysis every single day. And, and uh, so I prayed for her there. And I'm telling you right now, man, I, I know the power of God hit this lady. You know, I knew that God, God hit her. And I knew, I knew right there that God had healed her. Well, the, 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 the absolute most unbelievable thing happens the next day. The next day, our teams on, on Sunday morning, what our ministries look like when we go into cities, we do Friday night revival nights, Saturday schools of ministry, Saturday night revival. Sunday, we preach in the churches all over the regions of these cities when we go in. And then on Sunday evening, we come back for a, a whole citywide event, big thing. And so we were preaching in this largest Hispanic church in East St. Louis, which is a really dangerous, rough area. I mean, there, there are strip clubs around both sides of the church. And anyways, so at the end of the service, we had had 50, we had 50 or 75 people gave their lives to Christ in that meeting. And then at the end, and we prayed for people, hundreds of people on the altars. And when it was done, at the very end, th these people brought this lady up. And it's the same lady. And, I, and the pastor is interpreting for me. And it's the same lady that was there the night before. And he says, they want you to pray for her. And the Holy Spirit said, no, the Holy Spirit said, no. He says, the Holy Spirit said, but she's already healed. And I turned to the pastor and the pastor was kind of shocked. I think he was a little bit kind of like, didn't know how to take it when yeah. I said it. I said, listen, I, I prayed for her yeah. last night. I said, she's healed. And, uh, and then she's telling the pastor, okay, these other people forced her to come up. And she cannot, she doesn't understand a bit of my English at all. She doesn't speak any English whatsoever. She's telling him in Spanish, I'm healed. She says to him, I'm healed. Okay. She says, I'm healed. Okay. And, and, uh, and, 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 and he's like, uh, he, he's like looking, I mean, he like, he was like a deer in the, you know, the headlight. He couldn't, he, he, he didn't know what to do, you know? And so listen to what happens. He comes back that night to the citywide event that we have. He says, I've got to have the microphone tell everybody what happened here. He gets out of the meeting and this lady's son texts him and tells him that he, that morning, listen to this girls, for the first time in five years, she urinated oh my that God. morning. Oh my she had not urinated for five years wow. and she urinates that morning for for, you know, whatever, you know, now listen, he, he, and, and everybody in their tents clapping and everything. Well, I had him on our broadcast this week. And so it's been now seven, eight, nine days. Now she has urinated every single day. <laughs> She's great. gone back to dialysis. Dialysis cannot figure out what's going on <laughs> whatsoever with her they're like there's we're not getting any output here from you and she's like because i'm healed and i'm yeah. urinating <laughs> <laughs> my kidneys are you yeah. getting this wow. my kidneys are working right now here's the greatest part of the story this is my favorite part of the story i, I didn't know any of this until the pastor came on the broadcast this week on our 714 broadcast and he testified and he said she was suicidal she didn't want to live any longer before these tent meetings, she had come to him 
privately and said, I don't want to live like this. I can't live like this. She was an, she's an, she's an illegal alien here and she is not allowed to be on the donor list for mm. kidneys. So she, she, I have no hope. I have no reason to live. I don't want to live like this any longer. And the Lord hears her cry. Yeah. It sends wow. a crazy bunch of people to bring a tent <laughs> meeting into St. Louis and she gets healed underneath the tent. So that's, that's like just last week's stuff here. Mm. We can talk about all kinds of miracles, but that yeah. right there is as fresh as it gets right there. Yeah, I love that. Because a lot of times when we hear about miracles, it's stuff from the Bible or it's stuff from like 20, 30 years ago, which is awesome. Like we're so countries. glad. Yeah. yeah, we're so glad God's done that. But I love to hear stuff that's like happening right now and right yeah. here. <laughs> yeah, right here. And documentable. Well. And you can contact. Yeah, we can get your phone numbers. You can go and call them up. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. I, I just... I think that's so important for our listeners to hear these things because, you know, we, we, we often quote scripture that we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. And, and so many people uh, need to understand that testimonies open eyes and ears of understanding. And so that people can partner their faith with what mm -hmm. God is doing in this hour. And, yep. you know, there's things that we take for granted getting, you know, just using the bathroom every day and things like that, that the father is hearing these people's cries and he's healing them. And I, I just think that's so amazing. And I'm, I'm encouraged listening to you. And so mm -hmm. I know, I know our listeners are. And, um, before, we you know, the greatest, up, the greatest, the greatest miracle is the miracle of salvation. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's the greatest miracle, but, and, and by the way, we had, we had over 300 saved there, uh, in that, that three days. And we, we ministered at the largest international school Wow. It was composed of Muslims, Hindus from 25 different nations that are a part of this high school there. It's a high school. And uh, um, Pastor Michelle uh, preached there. I did the altar call and we had 175 uh, I, from all the different nations. There were 300 in the chapel. There's 500 at the school. But that chapel service we did, there were 175 gave their lives to Christ. And that that that, that that's where it's all at is, is there. But. This generation right now, this final end time move here in America, it's it, it will be a move of miracles mm, yeah. because I'm telling you, the thing that's going to drive this, this movement, this revival, this unfolding of this plan of glory, it, I'm telling you, the thing that's going to draw the lost in and in and, and, and mass are, it's going to be miracles. And I know the mirror. I already know. I already know. It doesn't matter. But I, I know the things are, listen, I know things are going to come underneath uh, attack and scrutiny, but I'm going to tell you something right now. That's going to be so plentiful, the, the amount of miracles that are going to occur that they will not be able to question what God's mm -hmm. doing. That's awesome. Wow. That's awesome. We're yeah. believing, we're believing that with you right there, because um, like you said, this generation it's just God's coming after them. <laughs> People think they want to write them off and they just think it's too far gone and things like this. But, you know, what you said was so key is that the, really the greatest miracle is salvation and the Lord does whatever he, he can to find the one, you know, even if he leaves yep. the 99, he's going to find the one. And so I, I love that you and your team are are uh, seeing that happen and be in the hands and feet. And so I do, I do want, as we wrap up here, um, you to share the story of seeing uh, the dead 
Dead Man Rays when you were you were on a <laughs> I didn't flight. Think we had time for that. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's all right. Yeah. We we'll squeeze okay, it well, in. We'll it's a good one. Story. All right. Okay. We we will. We'll, so the the story that you're you're talking about and for the listeners here again in terms of authenticity this this report that I'm going to give to you here was is uh, documented uh, by number one and I'll and I'll share that you'll hear it in the story here is documented in Philippine airline record. Okay. And we have that documentation in Phil, from the Philippine airlines. And, uh, and I'll explain why, because we've, again, we've traveled into the country so many times we have, we, we took, you know, we, we literally rent entire airplanes and fill them up with people. Wow, right. Wow. So we have a relationship there, but, um, the, also the discovery channel, which I'm sure you're, everyone is, uh, uh, familiar with the discovery channel hired, a, uh, a firm out of the uh, Portland, Seattle area, and they vetted this story. So this is a vetted story. They talked with the people inside of the Philippines that, uh, you know, that, uh, and with Philippine Airlines as well. So let me tell you what happened here. Uh, it started, it starts on a Sunday morning, and I'm going to keep the story condensed here. I, I, I was uh, preaching on a Sunday morning at Calvary. It's your great grandfather's ministry that they had started there. And, and I had actually preached, believe it or not, I, I it was crazy because that morning I actually preached on raising the dead. It was one, it was mm-hmm. part of the illustration that morning. Yeah. Amazing how God yeah. sets us yeah. up for stuff inside of life. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I was preaching on the story of where the woman from Nain, her son dies and Jesus stops the funeral and opens the coffin and comes. Man, he has compassion on the woman, right? On the on the mother, and presents the son back to his mother there. And I preached on that. I was preaching on compassion that morning. It's actually what I was ministering on the subject of faith and compassion was the title of the sermon. When I was done, there was a young man came up to me. I did not tell anybody that I was leaving for the Philippines because back anyways, I, I don't want to get it, but people if they find out I'm traveling internationally they sometimes will think, okay, he's gone already. So I didn't tell any, and they won't come to church sometimes because I'm not there. Right. So, uh, that I don't like that. That bothers me. You can obviously tell it bothers me, but <laughs> so we, 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 we didn't, nobody knew that I was leaving on this trip and it was a, it was a trip where I was only going to be gone. I, I left on Sunday afternoon and I was, and I returned on Saturday. So I wasn't going to be gone and missing a Sunday. So nobody knew only my staff knew that I was leaving. And uh, I did a lot of trips like that in and out of the Philippines to set stuff up, you know, when we go in there because we have a problem and I got to go in there. Back then, you didn't have all this stuff we have now. You know, this is not this is like five, six years ago, something. But anyways, the uh, you didn't have all the Zoom. You didn't have all the stuff we had. You know, we were operating with Skype back then. And that was, you know, real iffy, you know, Mm -hmm. you know. In that day, we don't realize how far we've come, how fast we've come with technology here, which is all part of the end time plan too, right? So, anyways, I'm, I, 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 a young man comes up to me and he says, uh, he says, listen, he was shaking under the power of God. Did not know I was going to the Philippines. He said after the sermon, he said God told me to tell you, the next time you go to the Philippines, he said God told me that you're going to raise the dead. I thought, wow. oh wow he doesn't know i'm going to the philippines right now you know and honestly i kind of laughed about it and i thought now i got to come back with a 
resurrection story, <laughs> right? right? You know, no pressure here at all, right? Right. <laughs> so uh, we get on the air, uh, and uh, so my business uh, partner, associate, one of our our got uh, board members was flying with me on that flight, and we get up, and I was on, I was in business class. We were in the upper upper berth of the airplane, on the second leg of the trip, which was from San Francisco to the Philippines. And the flight, that flight leaves. Anybody that knows that flight knows it well. I've made it. I've literally made 99 trips to the Philippines. Wow. And uh, that that flight, you're, it's 10 o'clock at night. You get on the plane. They feed you uh, immediately when you get on the plane. Uh, and then they shut all the lights off. They feed you to put you to sleep mm-hmm. so they don't have to deal with you. It's, yeah. You know, it's a 17-hour trip. You know, it's a long flight. And so... Uh, we fed, we were fed, lights are off, and they reclined us. We're laying flat, you know, I rolled, you know, my chair, you know, put it out, right? And I'm trying to go to sleep, and I could hear behind me, I could hear behind me the this man, and I could hear the no, this noise behind me, and it's not snoring, it's not, I, I knew the man was in trouble. It's, uh, and anyone who's been with anybody who has, taking their last breath, they know the death rattle sound mm-hmm. of somebody. And I was laying there and I'm thinking to myself, man, this guy, that's a death rattle. I could hear it. I literally could hear it where I was while I was laying there. And I thought, man, this guy's in trouble. Sure enough, the wife starts screaming, help, help, help. And they came running down. The stewardesses came running down with flashlights to the, down the aisle. They go back and they make an announcement on the, you know, uh, PA across the all the airplanes. There's any doctors come to the upper berth of the airplane. A doctor came out of first class, which was in front of us, and then a doctor was sitting literally right across the aisle from me. Got up, and my business associate partner guy that was with me, he says, "Well, what are you going to do?" <laughs> Gotta love I friends thought, like that. Or get up right? <laughs> now. So I got up. Now I want to. I want to. I want to. I want to preface this to you. That when I when I travel, I always wear a uh, I always wear a, 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 a dress completely in black. So imagine that it'd be this right here. Look right here, okay, with a black sport coat on, and I always travel in black. Number one because if the clothes don't arrive, black cleans up. This is just a missionary thing, <laughs> you know. You got something to preach in, no matter what. Okay, That's good. And but in the Philippines, because it's a Catholic country, this looks pretty cool. You know, and opens doors for yeah. you. you. I'll let you read between the lines on that because they have a high respect for priests there, right? Hmm. And so uh, you get treated with great favor with that look, okay? Yeah. So that's what I always, I always dress that way. And so I get out of my chair and uh, they look at me and they said, they said to me, they said, now the man was convulsing. When I turned around to look at him, he was convulsing. At the beginning of this whole, when they came down, they shined the flashlights and white foam was coming out of his mouth. Mm. But by the time the doctors got there and I got up out of my chair, he was out. He was what would look like to be passed out. He was dead weight in the chair. Mm. Filipinos are smaller people. And this man was the largest Filipino, largest Filipino I'd ever seen in my life. And they said to me, they said, can you get him out of his chair and into the aisle? And so I said, I, I, I'm like, I can try, you know, and, and, uh, thank God for all the time in the gym I've, that I've spent in my life, you know, <laughs> I put my arm around his neck 
and I put my arm, my other arm underneath his legs. I squatted down, you know, and then I lifted and lifted him up over the arm thing, you know, and then laid him out in the, in the aisle. Well, they went to work on him. They got all their equipment in there. They stripped him. They stripped, they stripped his shirt completely off. They stripped his pants. They opened up his pants. They got on top of him and they started doing CPR and everything that doctors do. Five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, 25 minutes. The other doctors up on the head, on the side, the other ones on top of them there. And they're working on them with everything, all the equipment they've got. They're doing everything they can. 30 minutes. And the, uh, the and I'm standing behind them at this point right now. Uh, you know, they're ready to assist whatever they, they, they needed. The, the stewardesses were standing behind on the, on the at his head. I was standing by the at his feet at this side and they they uh they they said uh uh the doctors finally the one doctor says to the other doctor he says i don't have a pulse the other doctor says i haven't had a pulse from the beginning that doctor comes back that's over him says i haven't had a pulse from the beginning either mm. there's we there's not been a pulse here they pronounced him dead mm. they pronounce him dead and they say he's gone and they turn to the stewardesses, the doc, the doctor that was at the head turns to the stewardesses and says, is there any place that we can put the body? And because they got to deal with the body now at 30,000 feet in the air and still 15 hours of flight time. Right. Wow. And, uh, they says, is there anywhere we can put the body? When they said that, the wife who's moved over into his chair, she was in the window seat. She's moved over into the aisle seat. She's watching everything, listening to everything. And I'll tell you right now, don't mess with Filipino women. That's what I'm <laughs> going to tell you. Here. She starts, let me tell you, I'm telling you, she starts hitting her husband. And you could hear it all the way in the upper berth of the plane. Whack, 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 whack. She's leaning over and she's hitting him across the face. His head's flying this way, this oh, way. Wake up, wake up, wake. She's slapping him hard. His 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 face, you know. She's whacking, whacking him. She's wake up, wake up, wake up. And when she starts whacking him like that, mm. I'm telling you something. Something rose up inside of me. You know what I mean? I, and I leaned in to the doctors there, the doctor that was there over him. I said, "Excuse me." I said, "Let me try." I said, mm. "I'm a doctor also." I'm just a different kind. That's exactly what I said. I said, I'm a different kind of doctor. Okay. And so the doctor gets off of him and gets on, gets on the side of him, moves his, his himself onto the side of him. And now I lean in and I pray this first prayer. I pray over him. I pray this nice little prayer. You know, I'm just be honest with you girls. I pray this nice little lay me down to sleep prayer. Okay. <laughs> I, I did. I prayed this little, nice little prayer for this guy to come back to life. Nothing happens. My first prayer when I prayed, nothing happens. And everybody was kind of quiet at that point because I'm praying, right? When my prayer didn't work, now you have to understand the, the situation and the woman, she's looking at me. When the priest's prayer did not work, she lost it, man. Mm. She lost it, completely lost it on the airplane. You could hear her all through the airplane crying just wailing, you know, Filipinos have a, a Spanish, you know, they were, they were 
500 years under Spanish reign. There's a lot of, of Spanish blood inside of Filipinos. They're a very, you know, uh, a joyful, excitable type of person. And she starts screaming. Well, when she starts screaming, I'm telling you, that thing I had preached on that morning, I felt it rise up out of my belly. I, I'm out of my out of my belly. It rose up and it literally came up out of me. And it came out in the form of a question. I, I mean, the compassion. That, I said, what is his name? And she says, Amadora. At the top of my lungs, I'm telling you, at the top of my lungs, I screamed. They could hear it all the way down in uh, uh, the economy class down all the way to the end of the plane. They could hear me all the way up in the cabin, the the. Uh, uh, the pilots could hear me. I screamed at the top of my lungs. And when I scream, I can scream, man. I, 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 I hollered, Amadora, in the name of Jesus, I command you to live now. I screamed at the top of my lungs. And when I said now, bam, his oh eyes gosh. popped open immediately. <laughs> bam, his eyes popped open. And when his eyes popped open. Let me just tell you right now, when his eyes popped open, that there, there is a huge, uh, uh, the whole upper berth of the airplane starts rejoicing. My God, my God, he's alive. He's alive. Cause it had already spread through the cabin wow. that the guy was dead. And there's just this scream of, there's just this outburst of joy that hits the place. Right now the doctors, this is my favorite part of the story. So the doctors the doctors, the, the doctors jump back in now, right? It's doctors, right? They're going to, they're going to go back to work on this guy. Right. And they said to the store, quick, get him something to drink. He needs something to drink. And I'm like, yeah, get him something to drink. That's in the Bible. You know, it's <laughs> in the Bible, man. Get him something to drink. And so uh, Amadora is laying there. You got to imagine Amadora. He's laying in the center of the airplane naked. Yeah. Oh my God. He doesn't want anything to drink. Okay. Yeah. He's like, he's laying there. His, 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 he's like trying to button his shirt and his pants. I mean, his underwear is all wide open, oh. man. He's like, he's like, oh man, eating me. So I don't want nothing to drink. He's like, just let me. He's like, he's like trying to get dressed on in the, in the air. Yeah. He's trying to get up and trying to get dressed. And, 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 and everybody's telling him, the doctors are telling him, they're like, man, you don't know what just happened to you. You're dead. You were dead. You're gone, man. You were dead. This guy just prayed for you and you came back to life. Wow. Amazing. Isn't that crazy? Oh, now listen goodness. to this. Listen to this. So then after we get done, everybody, I mean, the whole, we had a party. We had a, we had a worship <laughs> fest on that airplane, man. We get done. Everybody's exchanging phone numbers and everything, you know, they had turned the lights back on, obviously at the, for all this here, you know, and now they're going to shut the lights back off. Right. Everybody's getting back in their chairs now and everybody's, you know, hallelujah, you know, and we're just, everybody's just, wow. Cause I can't believe that just happened, you know, kind of thing. And, uh, and, 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 and so I'm in my chair and here come those stewardesses again down the aisle with the flashlights, you know, they come down the aisle this time. They've got, they've got their, uh, I'll do it like this. They got their clipboard, right? They come down with the clipboard because they have had a medical event on the airplane. And listen, this is so funny. They don't go to the doctor in first class. They don't go to the doctor next to me. They come right to me. 
They, they come to me and they huddle all around me and they lean in. And they, this is, you got your girls are going to love this. They lean in and they said, Father, oh. <laughs> that's the greatest miracle we have ever seen. Wow. And I didn't, I listen, and I did not want to mess with their Catholic faith at all. I just went, I just did this. I just, that's exactly what I did. I said, amen, sister. Hallelujah. <laughs> I blessed them, you know? Yeah. It's the sign of the cross to bless them. I just blessed them. I, amen. And so they're taking all my name and all my information now. And it, you know, and we, we went back and obviously, you know, documented that because it's documented there. We found out uh, of the documentation that it's there in Philippine airline records. So that's the, that's the story of that's man good- that was raised from the dead at 30,000 feet. Wow. Yeah. That's a good Her one. name, by the way, was Flo. The wife's name is Flo. They live in Los Angeles is where they live. And he's doing great to this day. Yeah, no. man. I love <laughs> that. Great. The chills. <laughs> yep. That's that's a good one to tell. We said we'll, we got to make sure that one. We have the time. We for went on, on the sure. broadcast. I, that's I right. apologize if that was. I didn't no. do the short version either. I that's all right. That's <laughs> yeah. We, we like the, the full version of the details and all, but mm-hmm. I uh, have been encouraged by having you Thank on. You. I know our listeners yeah. are and will be encouraged and we'll definitely um, put your info in the description as well. Yeah. If, right. if our listeners feel led to, you know, go take some yeah. territory for Jesus yeah. with you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you want to come, come, come. We're, we're, we're working on Nashville right now. We're working on Little Rock. Those are also all the, the places that we're, we're, uh, we're actively working on with, uh, with Perry Stone and with uh, a Kent Christmas in the, in the Tennessee area, the head of the Church of God, uh, the superintendent worldwide over the Church of God is uh, also working with us, uh, Dr. Wow. Tim Hill. So uh, if they're in any of those areas at all, you know, Come on, we're we're uh, we're we're ready to work with whoever and wherever anyone that wants to go after uh, America here for Jesus, and and not just America but around the world. Amen. Amen. Time. Amen. Definitely. Yep. Yeah. Well, why don't love we just? We love I'm proud you. of you, girls. I'm really. I just want you to know, I'm so proud of you. i uh, having this broadcast, and I feel such a connection to you. Thank you for the opportunity. Yeah. Thank, thank you. you. I know we feel the same. Yep. We, Definitely feel that connection and just that legacy. Even we pray for miracles for people right now. Yes, yeah, that's, that's what I was going to ask. Actually, so <laughs> we're on the same link wavelength here. Yeah. Father, we just thank you right now, Lord. I thank you for this uh, supernatural uh, gathering that we're having here right now. And Lord, I believe that this is not any kind of an accident. I believe that you're the one that has uh, created everything that we're we're about and what we're doing, Lord. I, I thank you right now for uh, faith that's risen here and faith that you're giving to us, Lord, for the miraculous. Lord, I pray for anybody that doesn't know the Lord right now, for them to call upon your name. Your word says anyone who calls on your name will be saved. Yes. So if you'll believe uh, in, in the work of the cross and in the power of the resurrection, that's all you need to do is say, Lord, I believe in you. And, and just ask him, say, come and, and, uh, and live inside of me today. And, and that is the miraculous power of God right now that is already right now coming on you in Jesus' name. Lord, I praise you right now. And I ask you, Father, to release this miracle anointing. Father, for anyone who needs a physical miracle, an emotional 
miracle. A spirit, soul, or body right now. Whatever kind of miracle that they would need, Lord, I pray that you will release that miracle to them. Lord, a miracle is nothing more than your power released into a situation. So, Lord, whether it's not even a, 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 a physical miracle inside of their body, but they just need your power released. They need a miracle in a situation right now. Lord, I release that miracle power for your glory, for your honor. But Lord, I especially ask for signs and wonders. There will be uh, uh, testimonies of people that are healed physically right now. The Lord's touching somebody's uh, elbow right now, uh, right now. Somebody's uh, forearm right now. Elbow is being healed right now. There's a, there was an injury to an elbow right there. Matter of fact, someone's even had surgery on that elbow right now. God is healing that. And in and, and the, and the forearm area here, someone's being healed. And, it, and it, it starts all the way back up here from a carpal tunnel injury right there. But it's being miraculously healed right now. Someone's thumb on the, on, on the left hand be, it has been immobilized. Begin to move your, your thumb and your hand right now. And as you exercise your faith right now, the Lord's healing. Someone's shoulder has been frozen. And, and you've had a problem with that, that shoulder. Begin to move that shoulder right now. Do something that you couldn't do. Exercise your faith right now. And you're going to find God's healing power right now is, 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 is coming all over you. Somebody else is in, 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 in the uh, uh, intestinal, in the, in the uh, abdominal area of the intestines is being healed. Someone else's lungs right now are being healed for the glory of God. Wow, this is wild. Yeah, someone's teeth at the same time, someone's teeth are being healed and someone's uh, uh, ankle area, and, and I really feel it's the left, the left foot ankle area right now. Just instantly, that's really wild. The, 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 it might even be the same person there that the, the, the teeth and an ankle thing are being uh, touched for the glory of God. Just give God the praise. Yes. As soon as you feel that anointing, just lift your hands you, right Jesus. there. Give God the glory immediately. Just begin to praise Him and let that overwhelming uh, presence of God be, be on you and, 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 and make you whole. Every whit whole, I pray. From the top of your head all the way down. Let the glory of God touch you all the way down to the soles of your feet. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thanks, awesome. girls. Amen. Thank, Thank you. you. So and I just want to encourage our listeners, if you were one of those people that he prayed for and received healing today, uh, email us. Go on our website or email us or something or reach out. And we'd love to to hear and, and share those miracles yes. because we believe in, yeah. in a God yeah, who still works miracles. It's important that they do that because that's how we overcome by the blood of the lamb yes. and by the word of our testimony. So, yes. yeah, that's critical that they share with you what the Lord just did. Amen. Yes. Amen. Well, thank you again, Dr. James, for coming on. It was such a great oh, I time. I have some and... kind of thing running in the background. I apologize. Oh, that's I'm okay. A... I'm sorry. I thought you had Very altar sorry. music going. I was like, hey, that's the Holy Spirit did it. So that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we love never that. Know, man. It's, it's crazy, stuff. It's crazy. Yeah, well, good. Well, thank you, Dr. James Horvath. Again, uh, listeners will have his info in the description and go ahead and follow their ministry. But we know you that know, you. I'm going to tell you one last thing here, real quick here, man. Okay. There are, there, there, I, just, I just felt sensed this here. There are angels around you in your ministry. Yes. 
there's you. there are there are angels right now that mm-hmm. are uh, manifesting uh, 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 and I don't know on the broadcast people but you girls have angels that I, I, I don't maybe you're unaware but they're 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 they're, they're ministering to the wow. people but they're minister around you and they're on assignment here on, on, on what you, I don't know all that you girls do, but uh, there are angels. I just felt led the Lord to tell you there's angels ministering spirits ministering with what you girls are doing. Wow. Amen. Wow. wow. Thank you. Man, that's special stuff. We receive right that. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Whew. We receive that. Thank you. Thank you so much, and uh, thank you. Where's that music coming from? Are you? I don't know. We're, we're not playing. Not putting on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've gone through shut stuff down here, so wow, how oh, that's so awesome! That's I love first that. time ever. It's happened on the show. So. Yep, yep. It was perfect timing too. That's what was crazy about it. So. <laughs> wow, technology. Yep. We'll, just, we'll call that one a miracle I just too. Drunk in the spirit. I hope that doesn't offend them. But I, just, I, don't know. I don't understand stuff, but praise God. Awesome. Well, that's um, good. Yeah. Well, Thanks this, again. Yeah. This has been an episode for the book. So we hope you guys have enjoyed it and received what the mm-hmm. Lord has for you. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and, and stay in touch with us. Stay in t- touch with Dr. How do uh, I subscribe? James. I don't know. Oh, tell, well, <laughs> got to tell us. You go on Apple Podcasts and uh, look up Coming I Up Higher. Apple. Yeah, yeah. Apple awesome. Okay. Yeah. Go to your podcast and then type in Coming Up Higher and then we'll pop up and there's a little subscribe button right there. So and I'll come up higher. There, there you, you go. go. Yeah, that's I the goal. Rise. I will awaken. Hallelujah. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Well, guys, have a blessed day and we'll see you next week. Take care. Hey, thanks so much for listening to today's episode. One of the best ways to come up higher is through worship. Our desire is to help you cultivate meaningful worship moments through the music we create. You can listen to our music on Apple, Google, Spotify, Pandora, or wherever you buy or stream music. Physical copies of our albums can be purchased on our website as well, aliciaandwhitney.com store. So join us in coming up higher together through worship.